Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Is off track with Hinch and Rossi. How are you the host? <laughs> Wait. What was that, Tim? He's muted. <laughs> oh, guys. Big development here on Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. You're going to love it. I'm assuming this is because Tim was at your house the last time we recorded. <laughs> so because Tim recorded last time from Alex's place, I guess... No, don't do that. We can't do the videos if you do that. <laughs> I guess Tim had to log Alex on as like the administrator or right. whatever. I think that's what happened because we use my computer, yeah. Of the of the service, the StreamYard service that we use to do our videos. And now Alex is in control. And let me tell you, it's been <laughs> chaos. We've been, we've been online for three minutes and there's a... There's been some hurt feelings. There's been some low-level felonies committed. It's been like a, it's been a, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting 180 seconds. And uh, Tim is very upset that he is now handed over the keys. It's just we've removing. left we've left Chris on again. Which Chris is here. Chris, say hi to everybody. Hey everybody. It's, re- it's removing Tim at any opportunity that I have. Basically, whenever he opens his mouth. So I don't love. Him. Which he also foolishly told Alex not to do once we were recording because it would make editing that much harder. And so expect Tim to drop out quite a few times over the course of the episode. Maybe even mid-sentence. I don't love it. I'm just not going to talk. <laughs> it will make your job later much easier, I'm sure. So, full disclosure, uh, my mom was in town better? over the weekend. Yes, that makes it easier to edit. No. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. My mom was in town over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I remembered after she went to bed last night that I had to cut the Will Buxton uh, part two interview. Yeah. So I, I cut that together last night, and I always give a last listen uh, to make sure I didn't miss any bleeps. So somewhere around uh, two last night, my mom came down and I was asleep. Wait, like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was asleep right here <laughs> and uh, fell asleep in my computer chair doing the last listen of the Will Buxton part two interview. Sure hope I didn't miss any bleeps. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is it is now live, right? It's live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As, as, as we record, it is live. Um, yeah. Did your, your, you were like head back? Does your neck yeah, hurt? Yeah. No, I, I don't feel great. Well, you yeah. asked, you asked why you look so terrible when you signed in. That would, 
that would be, be the why. reason. Yeah, yeah, that would be why. Right. Uh, I have to say that you you also sound like you're you're talking. You sound a little slower. Like you sound like you've had a bad night. I woke up minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 10.05 a.m. That yeah. can't be true because Hazel's there. She also slept in. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Is it like last week before school? Or like when do you go, yeah, when yeah. She go school by school? starts Thursday. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always uh, love that. I set first. an alarm for 9.30 and hit snooze. How many times? Just the once. I mean, I oh, had to feed and walk Teddy. Seven times because there. it's 10.05. But... Um, all right. So what happened over the weekend, guys? There was a well, what'd you do? Hop phrase. Oh, um there's a hurricane. I mean <laughs> it was a big letdown. Yeah. It was a category four in Mexico, but it was in LA, not even a one. It was you know? just some rain. The exchange rate. <laughs> it's the exchange rate. Okay, so Tim survived the LA hurricane. We we charcuteried our way through it. Mm, that's, uh, that's that's a very very was, waspy thing to do. It, it was hilarious. We went to the grocery store Saturday to go get some more uh, soissons and wine. So we what the, the French sausage soissons. Okay, soissons de sec. So we were in Obviously. line at that the grocery store with with for assholes. Yeah. I assume you're at like Erwan or something to get that. Oh, we went to, you know, we just went to the regular grocery store, but we're in line with two bottles of wine and French meat to, to not trigger Alex again. And like everybody else says, it's like in front of water, canned foods, batteries, flashlights. (laughs) There's like 20 people in front of us in line and we're literally just there with our, with our, with our wine. It was good. It was fun. And you were right. So it worked out all right. Yeah. Hmm. It was a letdown. It was just some rain. Although it was a nice Southern California twist to throw a hurricane in or uh, throw an earthquake in the mix. Oh yeah. I I read about that, but then like didn't hear much about it. Obviously didn't do much. No, we had a, we had a 5.1 earthquake in the middle of, uh, in the middle of our tropical storm. Uh, And did you feel it? Yeah. But it was was like middle of the afternoon. It was, I mean, it's funny. You get these earthquakes and then they'll send an alert to your phone. They'll be like, you know, hey, you know, seek shelter or whatever. The earthquake's done. It yes. lasts a couple seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's I've fair. never sought shelter from an earthquake because by the time you realize it's happening, it's done. Alex, you're a California guy. Have you ever had an earthquake experience? Um. Yeah. It's fine. Pictures fall whatever. off the wall. Like, whatever. Like, they teach you a lot about it. We've had this discussion. They teach you about it in school, like how to get under your desk. And that sort of thing. Yeah. But like they're fine. Isn't there isn't there like a or is this in a hurricane or a tidal wave? Isn't there something that happened can happen like a second time that's worse? Was that earthquake? So, aftershock? Yeah, yeah. Aftershock. There's, there's a there's the aftershock, but there is the concern of it it causing a tidal wave. Right. Um, the earthquake. Yeah, causes see, the tidal wave. See if you're, but at least but you pay a lot in taxes to live there. So yeah, at least it's cheap to live there. <laughs> I don't live close enough to the beach for that to be a problem. Um, not, that is not sure. True. That's not I'm, how tidal waves work. And I'm I'm pretty far. I like. I, I feel it's, like it's I always say this about wildfires too. Like, if it gets to me, it's gonna 
you're gonna because I, I had a lot of family like checking in from indiana they're like are you doing okay i was like i promise you if if it got to where i am it would be much bigger news right you would <laughs> you would know that i'm not in a good spot yeah <laughs> you are you are under nine miles away from the beach you're not that insulated just because it takes an hour and 45 minutes to get to the beach <laughs> Alex, doesn't mean Alex, you're in fact that far roughly how far are we from the nearest ocean well uh, indiana yeah. also has 800 uh 800 feet elevation no yes no i i know i was but i, I have i'm, I'm where i am it's 64 feet elevation so i don't think the tidal is so, that big 64 feet is not that big you clearly haven't For seen a, a lot of the movies you haven't yeah. seen a lot of the movies starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson that I have. Correct. I'm pretty sure that's doable. Also, that's Kevin Hart. Point, that's a point of pride for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Earthquakes are the reason why I don't sleep naked anymore. Interesting. In Indiana? We've had no. one earthquake in like 160 years. No, it was, it was in California, but it just kind of reminded me that like emergencies can happen and it's probably better to not be buck naked. Mine, when, mine is a robbery. I don't want to have the right. only thing in in my possession is a personal protective device. <laughs> is that what you call it now? No, and a gun. Swinging, swinging two uh, two pieces. I don't want to just. I don't want to just have an armed weapon and my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I call uh, him Franz Ferdinand. Oh, oh my God. That is so much information that the people don't need to know. Because if anything happened to it, I would I would go to war we're, with the world. We're talking about your gun, right? Nope. Uh, He's a California uh, dude. He doesn't have one. Uh, <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, so that... Yeah, because I... So I was, you, you flat out don't sleep naked. And it and, and it was like... A lot like, like it really like the building had structural damage and it was like middle of the night and it was get out as quickly as possible mm. and i literally had to feel around grabbed a towel from the bathroom and ran downstairs because you couldn't take the elevator and so i'm just like standing there three o'clock in the morning out front of the building with everyone else at the hotel in a towel and nothing else I'm like which quake was this when was this this was that one that hit the when we were in sonoma right oh right. how yeah. how hidden are your shorts dude you don't understand when I the mean, power and you're in the middle of like Sonoma County where there's no but like you have a phone. Oh, oh, find that phone on your bedside table that's on the other side of the room in pitch black darkness. Why would your phone ever be out of arm reach? Yeah, how'd you put I it there? Understand. Guys, it was in arm reach before the quake happened. And then when the quake was over, the furniture was no longer in the oh, same. Is that big of a big of a it, like all like the bed it was like it was a room with that had two beds in it. Both beds were stuck together in the middle of the room. The bedside table was gone. Uh, sure the earthquake? sprinklers were going off. Like I couldn't see anything. You I see mean, that emergency flashing light thing that comes on? That was the only light you had. So like mm -hmm. every three seconds you got half a second of light. Oh, but that's the worst because then it ruins your night vision. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're blinded by it. And yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible planning. Well, Alex, you were in New York. How was the wedding planning? Oh, yes. That was during the week. Um, it was uh, it, not so much planning as it was uh, tasting fair, food, fair. Um, which was cool. Uh, the food's going to be good, guys. So you're welcome. <clears throat> Um, Can't wait to be too drunk invite. to remember it. 
Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Very short trip. Was on the ground for like 18 hours. Did you fly um, yourself? I did not. And then I hung out all weekend. It was my last... James, you can relate to this. It will be my last weekend at home for 10 weeks was last weekend. So I think you and I are on a very similar program. Now, I come back during the week. You do not. Yeah, so I I have one weekend off between now and American Thanksgiving. And in some of those cases, I am back during the week, but in other cases, I'm not. I think I did the math. I think I have five nights in my bed uh, at home in Indy in the month of September. Lots of moving around. Mm. Mm. But that's fine. That's good. I'm actually, you know, I'm in Indy right now, which I was not originally supposed to be here. I was supposed to still be back up in Canada with Becky. But lots of plans changed. And so I'm back now for a few days before we go to, where are we going? Gateway. Gateway. Do you need a ride? Uh, when are you going? Friday at like noon. Let me get back to you on that. Okay. Um, but I appreciate the ride home. <laughs> no problem. Are you planning? Uh, so, yeah. So I, what did I do this weekend? I bought a new couch. Um, Wait, for you, where? Uh, you, didn't, you didn't discuss this with us first? To, to, to the living room. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, the old guy. Do the dogs just did Teddy pee on it too much? I mean, yes, but also like (laughs) too much. Yes, Uh, three years of having a couch with two very active dogs—just a a white couch. You can only wash the cushion so many times before it was just like, you know what? We're just gonna get a new couch and a darker color this time. I was gonna ask if the new one's white. We we went couch. I mean, it's off-white, so yes. We went uh, couch shopping um, while we were at it. Kelly was like, well, we definitely need a new coffee table. Um, and then well, while, while we're at it, we need a new master bed. Isn't that what? So, yeah. I don't know how. I can't tell you how unconnected those things are. Well, I women. It would, yeah, it dude, would horrify wow. you to realize how long I've had my bed. No, that, we'll no it would mattress. horrify Kelly. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> a mattress. just different bed thing that that's even weirder i i feel like the mattress is the thing you're more likely to replace on a regular basis than i don't want frame it's i don't want to talk about it james yeah yeah it wasn't your choice it's fun to you know pay for a wedding and furniture at the same time anyways (laughs) (laughs) must be nice yeah okay well um that's uh that's it guys it's been a good show All right. Well, so, well, hang on, hang on. Racing. SRX finished its season. Uh, it did. Uh, absolutely hysterical that Paul Tracy was suspended from a six race series. Yes. And yep. who won? Who won? Uh, Marco Newman. tied for Ryan second. Newman. Ryan Newman got first. And um, again, we we've talked about this. We've talked about it in the last couple of weeks. But like the fact that Marco tied with a cup champion current cup driver and team owner for second. I'm just going to get, I mean, he lost on the tiebreaker, I think technically because Kez had more like heat wins or something. Yeah. But I'm just going to give it to him. I'm just going to, he's the emotional second place finisher to me, which really means the emotional winner because when you're going up against guys that have experienced the way that, you know, uh, Ryan Newman does, 
an in a fair fight. I think it's I think it's incredible what he's done in that uh, in that series. Champion last year, I'm calling it vice champion this year, and <clears throat> it was awesome. It was awesome to and like look, man, it's we've been to those races. They're not the most like not the most fairly run things on earth. It's a it's an entertainment property, and that's fine. And uh, and yeah, he's done a he's done a great job dealing with all that stuff and coming out on top. Yeah, speaking of going to those races, when I was in Indiana, you uh, you went to Eldora. I didn't get any texts about that. I was invited. I would have gone. That wasn't my invitation to extend. <laughs> I would have, you know, I'd have tagged along. I'd uh tagged along to when you went to Alex's house and text me. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I uh, my only justification is it was four of you, and I figured nobody wanted to have a middle seat in the back. <laughs> so uh, that's how I'm justifying it in my head that I didn't get the invite. You can, yep, sure. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was invited. I didn't. I was just like, sure, I'll go. I'll talk to Riss. <laughs> I didn't say who invited who. Don't go throwing words in my mouth. Yeah, but I know. So I went to the show on the weekend in Toronto that friends of ours created. It's called Lasting Impressions okay. in 3D. And it's like, have you heard? Have you? Did you ever go to that? Like, um, there's like the Van Gogh exhibit up at Newfields here in Indy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that, but it's like a, it's like a sit down show, and it's all done in 3D. And they've taken you know a bunch of work from the Impressionist period. And like made it all 3D. It's wild how much more entertaining art is in 3D than in 2D. For me, for like the layperson, maybe not for a true art aficionado, but it was a really good show. And it's traveling around. It's called Lasting Impressions 3D. Google it, see if it's coming to a city near you, because it was actually a really impressive thing. Learned a lot, enjoyed it thoroughly. A little bit of a little bit of culture rammed down my throat while I was there. Kind of nice to do something not racing related for a day, for a night. Alex is nodding like he'd be he'd be into it. Yeah, he's googling just, it right now. It's a weird weird description having something rammed down your throat. It's just. <laughs> I mean, it's an old I, saying. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's 2023, James. You can't use You're old right. sayings anymore. There's a lot of things you really. can't say in 2023 that you could. <laughs> oh, but 10, 15, 20 years ago, oh, yeah. times. Yeah, three weeks ago. Could say it. Uh, uh, so NASCAR raced. <clears throat> second last race in the regular season mm-hmm. and old Billy Byron. <clears throat> no, Alex Bowman. Why does this happen every time? Oh, Byron. It was Byron. Billy Byron, fifth one of the season. Hmm. First one on a road course. How is he not leading he the, play, the championship? Yes. I thought Truex was. Oh, I must have misread that. Hmm. Was he leading before this weekend? I, I don't know that. Okay. Um, well, regardless, a um, couple big names not in the playoffs yet. Chase Elliott. Race their way in. Chase Elliott's a big one. Oh, sorry. Oh, would you stop it? God, we're the worst, <laughs> man. Happening? They're the same person. I'm they sorry. They just need to drive for a different team and make it easier it's on us. so hard. I don't. And like even the 24 and 48, I find like they're so interchangeable yeah. to me because they don't have Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson in them anymore. They so look like, the same. I, just I know. Them. They look the same. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. We love you both. But who would you rather just, be? Confusing. 
What's that? The guy that won five races. So Byron. Right. (laughs) I think I'd still rather be Chase. Um, That's not, that wasn't, okay, anyway. So uh, Chase is in a tough spot. He's in a must win going into Daytona, which is like the worst place to be. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the only, I would say the only worst place being a must-win situation in motorsports is at Iowa and in IndyCar. Yeah, unless, unless you're, you're Joseph. Driving, unless you're Joseph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing uh, driving in Penske, specifically Joseph. Right. So, so basically, Chase is screwed. Love him, but he's screwed. Um, it's been tough, man. Like I, I can relate. It's it's hard, you know, going from one year to the next and seemingly nothing works and everything is more challenging than it was before, but. Um, Listen, he obviously hasn't forgotten what he's doing. Hendricks still one of the, if not the best team in Cup. Um, and so it's just a little, a little uh, freshman 15, let's call it. Just a little slump he's fallen into. Yes. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be tough for him and that group to like go into the postseason if he doesn't pull it off and like, like what are you racing for a little bit? It kind of sucks. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Did you see the article about Bubba Wallace? Uh, I saw a headline about something with Dixon, but I didn't read it. Yeah, so so Bubba's trying to race his way in on points, and right now he's on the bubble. And, you know, the last three races, so when I, when I was part of the NASCAR broadcast for Brickyard, I sat in a production meeting where they kind of brought this topic up and it was like, who do you think is going to benefit the most from the, these last three races in the, in the regular season? And who do you think is going to like be the most vulnerable? And one of the, one of the choices, I forget if it was Dale Jarrett or Dale Jr. That said it was, well, Bubba's kind of at the most risk because we had two road courses and then Daytona and he's not kind of, you know, he's, he doesn't come from a road racing background. He hasn't had a ton of success uh, in the road races in Cup so far. 
And so it's two O's and obviously the lottery that is Daytona. And he was coming in sort of right on that bubble, but he's done like two really good jobs, you know, and he got through. And then in uh, Watkins, he said that he called Dixon before the race to kind of just get some advice. Not even like, he wasn't asking like how to drive. He wasn't looking for like driving tips, but it was kind of just like coaching on being in this. Cause for him, it's kind of like a championship make or break situation, right? Like he needs to perform as well this day to even be in the fight for the championship later. And, uh, and he said, he had, he had a great conversation with him and what Scott said really helped and gave him the confidence, just go out there and do his job. And he executed what he said was his best ever road course race. And now he's got a nice, healthy buffer to the next car. So short of a, a non short of somebody 17th or further back in the field, winning at Daytona, he's got a really good shot at making it in the playoffs. That said, Daytona is exactly the kind of place where somebody who's 17th or worse could win a race. So, you know, I'm not, he's not sleeping well <laughs> this week, certainly, but it was a huge effort. And it was just cool to kind of see, like, I always love seeing when, when series kind of intermingle like that and to see that, that Bubba and Scott have that kind of relationship and, and he was able to take something from Scott and, and apply it and, and it worked out. It was really cool to see. So that actually brings up another point. Um, there was some discussion. I think Nathan Brown wrote an article about the, the NASCAR IndyCar weekend and how, if it's not going to continue at IMS, which it looks like it's not going to, it should continue somewhere else because it, it the, the series worked together so well for that weekend i was wondering what, what your guys thoughts on that are um i i i don't know i i i don't know i don't know that it's necessarily a needs to be a priority i think it was a great thing um in terms of having two series kind of come together during COVID. this was all born out of covid right so come together during covid they previously been massive enemies learned to coexist for the betterment of motorsports and motorsports fans in the United States have a dual weekend um, at the same track, promote it, cross promote it, that sort of thing. And I think it was success successful. I think the fans enjoyed it. I think it was something that everyone could look back on. was like nailed it going forward. Would it have the same effect if, if we did it somewhere else, I, I don't know. And it's tough because ultimately I think what you what you were able to do was um, really get NASCAR fans coming to Indy that wouldn't necessarily already be there. They in Indy and from an IndyCar selfish standpoint, right? Our big thing is not having the people of Indiana show up to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and support IndyCar racing. Our big thing is expanding the market outside of the 465 in the state of Indianapolis. And I think that this was a benefit for us. Now, if we were to go do that in, let's say, Daytona, for example, and we ran like the road course, would Cup fans come out for IndyCar? I don't know. Maybe. Potentially. Um, but I think it was it was a good thing. I, I wouldn't mind it happening again, but I don't think it has to be, like I said, a, a massive priority. What do you think, James? Yeah, I, I like how you worded that. I think I think saying that it's not a priority is a really good way of looking at it. I think we all have bigger fish to fry in, in terms of, you know, um, some ultimate goals that we have as independent series. But I still love the concept. And so let me pitch this to you. What I mean, Daytona Robo is probably not realistic, but... Uh, 
what's another track that you think it could work at? Like, does it have to be a road course? Could it be an oval? Could we go to Kentucky with them? Or I think well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Daytona, we could not do. Um, yeah. Ultimately, no. Watkins Glen and Pocono both failed from an IndyCar perspective because it was like three weeks after the cup race happened. So obviously the fans that were going to go to the cup race weren't going to then go under a month later and spend the money again and literally repeat their steps just to go watch an IndyCar race. So, you know, we used to go to those markets. We don't have anything in the Northeast at the moment. I think that it would be really easy to kind of do a collab weekend at Watkins or Pocono a, because we know IndyCars can run there and B, because the date equity and the schedule kind of works. Um, so that would be my my vote is trying to make something happen. I don't hate that. And I mean, <clears throat> the trouble, the one kind of obvious issue with walk-ins, we run different configurations, but because of the way that it is, it actually I don't think would be that hard to transition the track from one to the other. It's really only one corner that you have to make an adjustment to. And I'm not even sure. I don't even sure. I'm not even sure if Cup puts any kind of like tire barriers or anything down cones. at the exit of five. Yeah, I think yeah. it is just cones. So I yeah. that actually compared to you know some like old Sonoma or something when they ran a different. That would have been a little bit harder. Uh, but for this one, that would actually could be kind of badass. And you're so, right. We don't for all the IndyCar and NASCAR executives that we know listen to this. All of them. <laughs> Every they're, single one. The French I'm, family. Uh, and I'm a subscribe. France family. France family. Well, they're French. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> yeah, they're the mustard people, right? <laughs> uh, and, and I assume that they're all listening in the manner that IndyCar memes posted uh, was the proper way to listen. To Naked with your legs crossed. With yes. yeah. <laughs> I did comment on that from off track saying that's also how we record. See, I was, yeah, I was going to do the same thing. Like I'm like from waist down, that's also how you record. So it's how, it's how it should be enjoyed. It's how it's created. I'm, I'm borderline. I'm wearing gray sweatpants. So yeah, borderline. I mean, it's close. Essentially not terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So that's last weekend. Now let's look at this weekend. We're going to gateway. We've got three races left in the season, which is nuts. Um, Back to back to back. Three weeks in a row, triple header. And we got an oval. We got two road courses. The championship's done. Uh, Dude, it's been done for (laughs) months. I know, but like this, like I I know I have this number somewhere. I haven't read yet. It's 15, 20 years, something since the championship was sealed. It was 2002, right? Was that it? Right, but we can't count the years where double points were a thing. In the finale, how would oh, double I mean, points have changed things this year? No, I'm not. I'm saying. I'm saying no, no, no. I, know. I was asking separately. How would how would double points at Indy have changed things this year? It, I mean, Joseph would be like forty point, thirty points closer, maybe. Yeah. Well, and so then, he would have got. He also had double points going into the finale. Yeah, regardless, it doesn't matter. I don't care about the format of the thing, right? At the end of the day, we didn't have a championship locked up until the end. Since so, so twenty years, and it's going to be two races. I don't know the last time it was two races to go since it was locked up. Mm, I don't know that that's a guarantee. Okay, just is probably going to win. Yep. Well, he has to outscore Polo by fourteen points. Right. So yeah. So if Polo, if he wins, Polo's got to be like in the top four. Right. I mean, which 
you know, I don't think his his stats at this track are the strongest. I know he got taken out one year. He's a top, he's a top 10 car for sure. Like everywhere. Like he'll be top 10 probably barring any kind of disaster, but yes, Joseph has a very good shot of winning. So you're right. You're right. I take that back. It's not a foregone conclusion that it's wrapped up this weekend. It is certainly a possibility. But for uh, sure the championship is decided. Yes, 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 yes. Right, yeah. He is, he is champion elect. Let's right. call it that. Yeah. Um, but okay. So we're going to gateway. Uh, just first off thoughts on gateway and, uh, and kind of thoughts on this last stretch of the seat. Um, I, I love gateway at night. Copy. I do not like gateway in the day. Um, so it's a good thing we're doing it in the middle of the afternoon. What are we calling three 30? Is that oh, uh, oh, oh day? We're calling early, it early evening? day. No, early, no, no, no. late afternoon. Hopefully okay. the okay. tropical storm makes its way to, uh, Southwest St. Louis, um, <laughs> by around three o'clock on Sunday and we can get our race pushed back like six hours. Um, but anyways, yeah, it may be during the day, but at least it'll be 104 degrees. Why is St. Louis the hottest place on earth? Um, why is St. Louis the hottest place on earth? Yeah. Well, like, I, I feel like it's, hell. I feel like I just read in the news that it was like the hottest place in America last week or something. Like it's just so crazy hot there for some reason. I mean, Texas is pretty hot. Um, no, but like it's, I'm pretty it's, sad to be missing St. Louis this year. It's Missouri. Like Missouri. I just feel like is yeah. hot States. Like the, the, the bad part about like oppressive heat at Gateway is that it's literally right across the street from like a former dump, like a landfill. Actual, what was it? No, it was a landfill. Yeah. Landfill, yes, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, so like when it gets really hot and the wind blows, just so, mm, yum. It's a you know, but at thing. least at least you know, IndyCars race better and. The heat of the day. Uh, yeah, so, that, so that's just yeah, it, right? So are you predicting? Right. Are you predicting kind of a kind of a processional race? Just because when track temps are up and air temps are up, downforce is down, mechanical grip is down, it's hard to make passes happen. If you look back at what have always been the absolute best races at Gateway, it either is races that end at night or start in the evening. Um, you know, the, the race last year started fairly late. We had a dedicated high line session. Lane two worked in certain situations, especially if you had new tires versus old tires. There was weather that came and the race ended in the dark. And it was a, it ended up being a fantastic race. If you go back a year before that, so 2021, it was in the heat of the day. Terrible race. 2020, double header. Heat of the day, both times, terrible race. 2019, nighttime, great race. It's just, it, it, it's very black and white here um, or night and day uh, in terms of like <laughs> how, how the heat. I laughed too hard at that one. <laughs> that was good. How the conditions affect an Indy car on a short yeah. oval. And it's just, unfortunately, it's going to be um what it is. The only thing that we have going for us is for the first time ever, we've got an alternate tire to use in the race. And we have two sets for the entire weekend. Yeah, this part is bizarre. And you can't use a set in qualifying and to use a set and practice to kind of understand what it does. And then you use a set for the race, but you can't start the race on it. What? So 
It's okay. Yeah, pretty can, weird. That's an I didn't know that part. Can you? Can you? Okay. So yes, because you the have first to start, time in history you have to start the the race on your qualifying tires like normal. Okay, but you can qualify the alternates. You cannot qualify the alternates. Okay, which so I feel first, like would make it cool. Like if the alternates are faster, right? Do you want to use them early on, or do you want to like? And, and and qualify and get the advantage of like track position or do you want to use them later in the race and like take a late yellow and put on ultra i don't know like it we're taking away a strategy option and it's done that, for sure that i mean i feel like if it was allowed to be done everybody would do it because track position is key there there'd be one or two guys maybe at the back but here's the thing that it's only really a strategy option if you know how good the tire is and what the real delta is and you don't have enough time to practice that or enough tires to practice that to really have a good idea. So are you saying you get two sets for the whole weekend? Yes. And you use one in practice and one in the race? Well, you have to use one in the race and you have right. to use one in practice. <laughs> so can you use one in practice? Can that set from practice be carried over to the race? No. So it's only one. So no yeah. matter what, everyone's on one set. Yeah. Everyone gets one set in practice. What's the schedule breakdown? So like how many... Practice, qualifying, highline practice, practice, and then new day race. Practice, qualifying, highline practice, 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 warm up, nighttime race. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to practice in the heat of the day. We're qualifying in the heat of the day. Then we're going to do a. Well, at least we're we're also racing in the heat of the day. So it's one right. All represented. But then what I'm saying, we're going to do a second lane practice when it's cooling down, and then like warm up at night. No, it's not night. I think it's like okay. I think it's like four thirty five p.m. So I'm, okay. I mean, no, but it's not, I mean the race. That's the race. The end of the race. So yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But so it's going to be one of those marathon days that's just hell for everybody because you have practice, qualifying, highline practice, and another practice all in one day. Oh yeah, but you know we're trying to make it easier on people. <laughs> but is it Park for May? It is not. <laughs> it's not Park for May. But you have to start the tires you qualify on. Oh man! So how many stops? Is- um, it is a it's a three stop race potentially four if whatever yellow yellows or, fall you know, yeah. right away, or maybe having alternates pushes it more towards four because they fall off a cliff at some point. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. I will tell. Apparently, so apparently it is. A tire that we've used at St. Louis before. It's just now painted red. So, like, it's not going to be. Well, I don't love the sound of that. Yeah, it's not going to be like the end of the world. It's it's just going to be, in theory, slightly faster. But I don't think it's going to have like. It's going to last slightly. six laps and fall apart. No one knows, James, because no one's used them. <laughs> I want to know. Tell me. Well, you'll know it's Saturday at four forty-five Central Time. 4.45 Central Time. Okay. Well, I guess that helps. Well, guys, I mm, I do recommend... I, yeah. I'm excited because like we've never done it before. This, yeah. this, you know, we've been asking. Obviously, you know, we, we bitch, I bitch about it being during the day. Of course, IndyCar, if they had their druthers, would do it on a Friday night or a Saturday night. But ultimately, TV dictates when we do the race. So we're doing it on Sunday afternoon. And I think IndyCar is aware of the potential for it to be a procession. So they are trying something in terms of bringing an alternate tire to see if it mixes things up. For sure. I just wish they brought a few more of them. 
But again, look, they're doing something. They did the Highline thing that's worked in the past. That's made the racing better, you know. So uh, credit to them for trying these sort of, I don't know, traditionally obscure ideas to try to make it better. They are working at it, and you gotta you gotta respect respect that. And I think um, I think one other thing that came out of this week, and there was a lot of momentum behind it, and I hope that whether it's a gateway or wherever next year. So I don't know who all saw Holton Herta's Laguna Seca livery. Oh, dude. But it is that the is most so badass cool. thing I've ever seen. It was awesome. Um, so for those that didn't see it, it is essentially a throwback to Brian's last champ, champ car, car win. win, which was at Laguna. In, and it was the, was it Miller Light car? No, shell car. Shell car. And so Gamebridge allowed Andretti and Colton and the Hurtas and everything to like match the black, the white, and the yellow. And it is... It looks it, awesome. It's so cool. So yeah. so Brian, thanks to Colton, owns his last win car. Colton bought it for him for his birthday this year. It was a big surprise. It was very cool. And so Brian, I think, was kind of the mastermind behind orchestrating this, and it was a surprise to Colton. So they brought Brian's 2000 and whatever that was, IndyCar. No, no, 97 IndyCar. Eight, seven? 98, Eight, I thought, but 98. I could be wrong. And then, yeah, 9081, I think 97 was the past. And then they had Colton's car done up with the new thing, whole new suit that's done sort of in the colors as well. Like, it looks awesome. And so, yeah, the the idea started flowing around the internet of – uh, having a throwback livery weekend, which NASCAR has done in the past and I think would be amazing. It would be so much fun. In other news, our boy Connor Daly's uh, back in a car. Um, Jack Harvey's not in a car this weekend or for the rest of the season. He has parted ways with RLL, uh, which again, I was kind of surprised to see it come before the end of the year. I don't think anybody really had any thoughts about that relationship continuing past this year necessarily, but uh, certainly thought we'd see it last throughout the year. But uh, Connor, is who just, is... Is that just leader circle stuff? Is that... Because I, I don't I, understand... I'm not going to... I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's... I'm sure that's a reason that was cited. I'm sure that that plays into it, but like, who knows? Who knows what the conversations are going on behind closed doors there? Um but, is brutal. Racing is brutal, and we obviously wish Jack all the best. I'm sure he will land somewhere awesome, and there's lots of racing still in his future. Connor uh, always runs well at Gateway, so it's going to be exciting to see him back behind the wheel. Uh, MSR confirmed Lundquist is going to be back in the 60, and tons of rumors now coming about that he's going to be driving for Chip Ganassi next year. Uh, I would have. Did you hear that? What? That Linus might be driving for Chip next year? I mean, that's an internet rumor. I haven't heard it on the ground, so I don't know how much credence I give to it. But yes, it's it's on the internet. I mean, like if I'm Mike Shank, I had him sign, you know, a, 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 some sort of commitment to me for 2024, you know, as soon as I let him in the race car, at least write a first refusal, uh, first right refusal. Can to, we just start uh, a rumor? Services. Let's just like... Dixon's going to coin coin. Is that still a team? Yeah, it's still a yeah. team and it's going to lose at least one of its drivers. So Dixon yes. going to coin. You heard it here first. 
Dick's going to coin. He wants a big challenge before his career is <laughs> over. He's going to win a championship with another team. It's going to be Dale Tom Brady. That he's going to Tom Brady that hundred <laughs> percent. He's going to win a five hundred with them because they usually got pretty quick cars. Speedway and uh, he's going to win championship. Heard it here first, exclusively yeah. dropped. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Like, not, not him doing it, but like no, if they put him in the car. Well. Yes, I believe he could do that. Absolutely. Um, what else? I think that's I think that's all the big stuff. Um, obviously, we shout out to Simon Pagano. Thinking anybody, um, hope you're feeling better. Hope you're getting closer and closer to getting back in a race car. We miss you. And yeah, Gateway coming up, guys. Three thirty p.m. Eastern time. Back on Big Bird on NBC this weekend. Um, but yes, if you want to catch the crazy first practice session where we have alternates on an oval for the very first time, that is at what do you need to do the final practice? Four forty-five Central Time. So 545 Eastern on Peacock on Saturday. Don't miss it on Saturday. And yeah, good luck but out most there. Most importantly, Dixon. But most importantly, tell everybody you know Dixon's most likely rumored to be going to coin. Nathan Brown, I know you listen to this. If you could just like throw that in the Indy Star. That'd so be before neat. before we say goodbye, um, just quickly, Tim, uh, do I press the big trash can up here in the top left <laughs> corner to stop the recording? Is that how we is that how we stop sure. it? Sure. You wanted to, you wanted to do this again, didn't you? I super have things to do. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys next. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Finn. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.